This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue check mark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, you can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This is Paul Hawksby. And Andy Jacobs. And this is the H&J Daily with some of the best bits of this afternoon's show. Well, it being a Monday... Danny Kelly was back for his deep dive into the Premier League weekend. All nine games covered yes. for you. And VAR. Indeed, and VAR. Yes, <laughs> with the Merseyside derby still to come tonight on TalkSport. Um, we had a bit of a conversation about various things. We did, yeah. And we brought you some clips of the week pewter from March 2008. So I think that would just about do you today. Yep. Here it all is. <laughs> Talking to women's sport, I went to the lane yesterday oh, very nice. to watch uh, Tottenham Hotspur 1, Manchester United 2. A very, very entertaining mm. fixture. It's, uh, it was my first... It's completely different, My first it? proper game of women mm. going to a women's match. And it was... The atmosphere is completely different. It's just... It feels like... It, it almost feels like a different sport to an extent. It was good to see one woman get another woman sent off, though, deliberately. Cause, yeah. Because that never <laughs> happens that in never women's happens football. In, well, I think that's a bit harsh on the Tottenham player. Contact was made. I don't know how much was made with her face. Yeah, a bit of a Rivaldo Ella, situation. Ella Toon, one of the Lionesses, seeing her sent off. I mean, it was a bit of a daft reaction, yeah. really. It was a bit, But a cracking match. It was a really good no, game. that's good. But I mean, I'll say a different sport from the point of view of it. As, I mean, it's obviously a lot more kids. Um, there was a lot of Manchester United fans. A couple of rows in front of me, there was uh, a couple of girls, and one of them was wearing basically an Arsenal bobble hat. Did you kick uh, off? Because <laughs> no, no, you, know, you know it was a men's game. They'd be straight up to the stewards and say, oh, get him out, get her out of there. Oh, yeah, you know, there'd be would, all yeah. that sort of no, stuff going on. Yeah. But no, it, it, was, it was a kind of... It's I mean, I'm, I'm not saying I prefer one to the other, but it was just a very, very different no, experience. You, you, you shouldn't compare but them. But I would, uh, I, would, uh, I would definitely really enjoyed the game. It was a cracking match, yeah. which featured great goal from, uh, from Beth England, uh, who's just joined Tottenham, and a very unfortunate own goal. From Molly Bartram, the top, just got back. Well, she was just trying to one of those. She's trying to put it great finish, trying to put it past the post, but she's off balance. She crashes it into the top of the net. It was a bit unfortunate, really. Anyway, a good experience. I recommend it if you've not been to a game. Thirty thousand people turned out as well, which is good. That's amazing. I start with the conundrum actually. Oh yeah. So there were two managers, right? Oh yeah. One had five wins in thirteen games, and uh, one had two wins in thirteen games. Mm. One of them got the sack, and one of them's taking his team to play Dortmund in the championship. Champions League. Yeah. It's amazing, isn't it? <laughs> Nathan Jones, five wins in 13 games. Potter, Harry Barraclough, he gets... Uh, what are we... 
Graham Barraclough. Harry Barraclough. Now I'm getting confused there. Graham Barraclough, he's, he's won two in 13. And he's calling him... Um, Andy's calling Graham Barraclough because I made the point when we were chatting to Danny Kelly who'll join us later on that mm. Andy, he'd like a tougher, he'd like a maybe yeah. a slight... What they really needed was Mr Mackay, uh, in a, mm. using a porridge analogy, and what they got was Mr Barraclough for <laughs> Brian Wilde, of course. Now, if everybody just stop haranguing the referee and go back... <laughs> Go back it's to yourself. It's very difficult. I feel yeah. for the VAR, honestly, all that stuff. Yeah, I mean, Joe just Cole, we're going to talk about this with Danny. Joe Cole was making the point that Jose would have got 48, 72 hours railing against the world out of that. Because well, you get deflected. decisions in next games, you know, we all yeah. know how it works. I mean, honestly, it's just not good enough. It I was mean, very reasonable. That's the sort of man he is, though. He's just... But I have, uh, I've got this one for Howard Webb. It's 0371-811-1955. That's Chelsea's number, Howard. You seem to have, don't seem to have it when you're handing out the phone apologies for bad decisions on the weekend. What, the, uh, the Suchek safe? Yeah. It's fantastic. It tremendous safe. Bank's like, wasn't it? Yeah, it was really good. <laughs> Apparently, Howard low down, Webb... Low down, low down to his left. Joe Hart wouldn't have saved that because that was all of his, <laughs> his weak area for many years. He's, he's going to stop the ball. It's handball. Yeah. It's ridiculous, honestly. Uh, but Howard Webb has summoned all the officials to a PGMOL meeting tomorrow. Yeah, uh, most right. of them will end up in the wrong building and John Moss will turn up on Wednesday. <laughs> It's pathetic. A bit of satire. Bit of satire. Now, uh, Jody Morris, the new Swindon town manager, um, the the team got a bit of clog for their performance the other day. And uh, Jody said, uh, the fact we've had two losses since I've come in is not ideal. We've conceded two really poor goals. Then he added, Mm. although I can't boo as a manager, I'm agreeing with quite a lot of what people felt around the stadium. And that would, I mean, imagine the players. (laughs) You know what the psychology of that would be? (laughs) Suddenly you heard booing and a, a player goes, off after having a man, <laughs> boo, and it's the manager. Pass, Potter, yeah. pass it forward, Cookeria, for once. <laughs> it's a manager. Um, so we just wondered about some tales of inappropriate booing. I remember once listening to the old Freakonomics podcast, and there was a bloke on. They they looked at this when when is it right mm. to boo or is it ever right to boo? Uh, but there was a guy gone at the opera. He was a critic. He was an opera critic, and he'd gone to the opera, and he didn't like this particular performance of mm. this opera he'd gone to see. Right. So everybody clearly hadn't gone down well. There was sort of polite applause rather yeah. than the big rousing standing ovation. And he said, "I just found. I suddenly went boo, really went booing the opera. Oh my goodness! So inappropriate booing. If you've got any tales of that, what a load of rubbish! You <laughs> could take that, or just inappropriate haranguing, if you like. Uh, Talksport.com. Text 81089, tweet to TSH&J if you've got any tales for us. I wasted a lot of time on the weekend. Really? Trying to make the Not song, on TikTok anymore. No, trying to make the song Nathan Jones. You've been gone. You'll be gone before long. I finally made it work and then he got the sack. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> You're going to come and give us the performance, yeah. <laughs> and it was interesting to see uh, Antonio Conte yeah. uh, on the sidelines uh, at, at uh, Leicester. He didn't look well, did he? He didn't look well. I thought it was, a, you know... Pale. But it reminded me of that bloke from Roy's Gym. Do you remember that guy? Yes. I used to go to this gym in Kingston, and I once overheard this bloke saying exactly this. He said, well, I had the diarrhoea and vomiting on the Thursday. So if you're having your lunch. He said, I had the operation on the Friday appendix. I was back in the gym on the Sunday. Yeah. That's how hard he was. Too soon, mate. A bit like Antonio. I think he could have had another week off. I think he wishes he had another week off. Could have been easily Tottenham in the barrel. Um, and, God, uh, you know, really. Contrast the last you could, week. you could have played a wheelie bin rather than Eric Dyer at the weekend. <laughs> just basically, one of the other centre-halves could have just positioned him to stand five or six yards <laughs> off uh, and just uh, let it be passed by uh, Fraser Forster. Anyway, we, we'll touch on that as we look mm. at all the games. 
Um, Danny Kelly's going to join us very shortly. Uh, inappropriate haranguing or booing in the wrong circumstances. Let us know. Maybe it was the kids' nativity. Boo! <laughs> Boo! <laughs> Boo! That'd be good. You're a terrible Joseph Boo. <laughs> the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Time now to round up the weekend's Premier League action with Car Finance 24-7. And join us as always to do just that is Danny Kelly. Good afternoon, Danny. Afternoon, chaps. Afternoon, everybody. Yes, so what a weekend we've had. Maybe we should kick off with whose turn it is uh, in the barrel. Maybe mm. that's, that's the point we should uh, kick things off because uh, we had a few... Uh, nominations that we made today, but uh, there was there was a standout. Um, so uh, here we yeah, go. I, I guess you know uh, Spurs and their various players can consider themselves a bit lucky to be out of the barrel of this week because yeah. there it is. It's the pugwash music. <laughs> yes, because uh, it's our good old friend. Not for the first time or the last time it occupies the barrel. VAR, Danny. Uh, I mean, one one mustn't get weary because we've got to sort this out. Um, since they're not going to get rid of it, you know, we were sold a pup, let's be honest. Mm. Um, promises were made, not on the side of buses and all the rest of it. Promises were made <laughs> and they have just not... That's what it reminds me of, but yeah, I don't yeah. say because I don't live in the, in the UK anymore. Mm. Um, that's what it reminds me of. Promises were made and they're just not being fulfilled. Yeah. And we two things have started to happen mm. now. We have replaced the human mistakes and incompetence of the referees with human mistakes and incompetence yeah. of people with mechanical help. How has that <clears> been <throat> allowed to happen? And secondly, and more critically, I guess, there is a real argument that that starts to affect the results now in a really big way. Certainly Arsenal, certainly Chelsea, certainly Brighton might all say um, we were sawn off by VAR, not by the opposition, not by the referee, but by the actual review system, it's mm. nuts. And mm. they, they they cannot back down. Of course, you know the rules in modern society. You must never, ever apologise. Although we got some teams got apologised to Andy, not all. Um, <laughs> exactly. Uh, and you must <clears throat> never back down. <clears throat> so no matter how <clears throat> calamitous, how disastrous, and you know, how awful it is, we'll carry on now because people are full-time employed by it, you know. I think, but Neil Swarbrick, he yeah. got a right hammering. At, he was the, he's head of VAR. He missed that penalty at West Ham. I've written, you might as well have a bloom with a face drawn on it, is it? Really, honestly, <laughs> what's the point? I mean, if you can't see that that's a penalty, you should never, ever be allowed to officiate ever again anywhere. I, I've got... I think the point was made by someone is, um, earlier on that you know, there's layers here. It's not just one person making an error. There's a team. There's a VAR team. Yeah. But we've been, you know, we've spent a bit of time around some referees over the years, and one thing we've learned about that world is there's a real hierarchy in it. And I think maybe mm. something that Howard Webb has got to get to grips with is to break that down because there are senior referees, and you you watch referees when they were junior refs on their way up, the kind of outside looking in, they want to be in that little cabal of of experienced senior refs, and there is a hierarchy. So if you're if you're a kind of rookie ref and you're in that environment and one of the big hitters in the referee fraternity says that's not offside you've got to be quite brave to overrule them and I, I think that's something they're going to deal with they will probably absolutely deny that but spend any time in top refs company and you'll see there's a massive hierarchy there well uh, you, you said this for Paul and it struck me as being extraordinarily true and that was the thing and I, I too am in danger of repeating myself here when we were all banging on the table, demanding the introduction of uh, assistance for the referees, it never occurred to me in a million no. 
broadcast <laughs> that the referees would do the VAR as well. Yeah. Because the very thing you're talking about, um, I'll scratch your back this weekend, make sure you look after me next weekend. It's human nature. Mm. I'm not suggesting corruption because that's now the job of the Sky apologist to say, of course, we're not suggesting corruption and we're not. But you, it never occurred. I thought these would be newly trained officials, people who would come in and watch the and watch the referees. But they're just watching each other, and mm. more importantly, as you're suggesting, watching each other's back. Yeah. Um. And it, it's turning into a no. So don't mm. don't don't mealy mouth, Dan. It is a disaster. Yeah. It's in a disaster the Euros, the of course, we had uh, assistants uh, judging on offside, and they had a much better structure of teams, and maybe they need to look That's at that. That's what we need. We need to look at there's some really good assistant referees yeah, yeah. maybe coming to the end of their time, uh, and they mm. need to be, you but, know, they need just, to Just to, to almost, to, to, almost to pull myself up and correct myself, when I say we've replaced um, incompetent referees with incompetent VAR, but the cost of that is to the... The excitement and flow of the game, isn't it? Yeah. So it's not it's not it's not been a free transfer of incompetence. It's had a huge cost as well. Let's move on yeah. to the games then. Manchester City three, Aston Villa one. And although in the long term, this what's gone on last week could be an absolute disaster for Manchester mm. City if proven. Um, Good siege it, mentality. In the short really. term, it yeah. has kind of mm. galvanised him. It's only two weeks ago Pep was moaning about. The attitude of the fans. I mean, you've only got to look at the fans yesterday. As Andy says, siege mentality is very much the phrase. And booing in the, the Premier League anthem, they boo the champions. There's only the national anthem left. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, they're, they're, booing, they're booing the Premier League anthem while uh, straining every nerve and sinew to win the Premier League. It's mm. a bit odd, isn't it? <laughs> um, yeah, Guggles Guardiola's come out absolutely swinging because I presume I'll take him at face value. He's asked his employers if they've been above board. They've told him he has. They have, and you know, he will only um, this will he'll only come a cropper if they, you know, they're found to be guilty of some or all of the 100 plus um, charges that have been levelled against them. In which case, he'll be will be able to breakfast off the egg on his face for weeks to come. <laughs> um, but at the moment, and of course, he's done something else as well as just banging on about the uh, the Premier League. He's picked his best players for the first time in weeks: Ruben Diaz, <laughs> Kevin De Bruyne, John <laughs> Dogan. And surprise, surprise, they absolutely steamrolled Aston Villa. And they actually yeah. played the ball forward to Hall, and that makes a difference as well. You know? Yeah, so we saw some examples of that. Do we? Well, honestly, on the match of the day? Yeah, that penalty given for Greece. It was classic Mr Grimsdale. It's getting ridiculous. The referee yes, even Roy Keane had mentioned the Norman Wisdom uh, yesterday. Brought in Norman Wisdom. Unfortunately, <laughs> Kelly Kate's got her Normans mixed up and she's started talking oh. about the broken mic routine. Norman, Norman Collier. Norman Collier. We were oh. in a Norman Collier, Norman yeah. Wisdom confusion yeah. situation, as I believe yeah. Glenn Hoddle called it at the time. <laughs> Which was certainly one for the teenagers. It's very enjoyable, it's yeah. Norman <laughs> it for some reason. But he is the... Why. I mean, even his mate, uh, <clears throat> Micah Richards, was saying, you know, I'm going to have a word with him later on. It was it was the full Mr. Grimsdale, wasn't it? Really, it was a, a, a beautiful. I haven't watched him in the flesh last week. It is almost a thing of beauty the way he spends so much time it, on the floor. But they are a bit wobbly, City. I mean, that, all right. The, as soon as Villa scored, you know, if that one had gone in that hit smacked against the bar from Duran, then you know th that game could have looked could have been a nervy ten just minutes. Look a bit, you know, but just, they got it one. Is that thing of yeah? Really, it was know. one. Yeah. yeah that's I was thinking Duran. Though, how long before a commentator inadvertently or deliberately goes Duran? Duran! Yes. <laughs> it's going to be one of those, isn't it? They've got, that, they've got that ready to go. Yeah, that's great. 
I, I, I mean, you know, Jack is a, a, a lovely footballer to watch. I really, I really like Jack. Mm, He's got loads of talent. Yeah. But you're right, Paul. It's a separate. It's almost a separate thing now to the actual match. Yeah. The Greenish performance is not part of the game. It's a separate entertainment. You could probably buy separate tickets for it now. Yeah. <laughs> Incredible. What have it's, we got next? It's not. It's eighty quid to watch Man City plus twenty for the Greenish show. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Well, let's move on to very popular uh, in Albania. Leeds United nil. <laughs> Manchester United. Two and mm. every time you watch Leeds, the same things happen. I, I, you could probably mm. make a fantastic reel of Leeds players getting into great positions, eight yards out, and sticking it over the bar, hitting the ball too hard and too high. And week after week, the, the games they could have won, and I've, I've kept saying that they're playing too well, they'll be fine. But as every week goes by, and they and they throw these opportunities away, you do start to worry for them. Well, I don't mention Patrick Bamford again. I got my head eaten off last week about him. Um, and what I will say is um, they're, they're looking to solve the problem. They've been playing well and losing. Now they've approached Alfred Schroeder, the former manager of Ajax, to make sure they don't play well and probably and probably still lose. Um, because it, how, what, what thought process has gotten around to the fellow who, I mean, you know, Ajax have twice the budget of any other team in Holland in, in in the Netherlands, mm. how they're you know struggling in third place is down to Alfred and uh, Leeds have got to think again there. I suspect um, Manchester United, you know, Rashford's form is almost surreal, isn't it? Um, and it's typical of a team that's that's in a very good place. That you know you are not necessarily the better team for eighty minutes, and suddenly you get two goals and you're going home all, all, all smiles. Yeah. Uh, very Leeds, very Manchester United just now, the whole thing. Yeah, I only saw the goals. They came late, but they came, and that's yeah. what it matters. The thing is that uh, from a, 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 they're, they're kind of, they're all the rage, aren't they, ex-Ajax managers at the moment. I mean, it, 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 mm-hmm. board of directors take a look at what Ten Hag's and said, oh, let's get an ex-Ajax manager in. That'll mm. definitely work. But, I mean, they're different men. It's a bit like saying Laurie McMenemy and Nathan Jones. They both managed Southampton, but it doesn't mean anything, does it? I don't know what the the, the 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 boards of directors who getting rid of managers. You know the fact that Jesse Marsh is now the the, the contender at Southampton. Oh, yeah. They don't. Before you sack the manager, you need to have a think and also have the person lined up. Otherwise, this is chaos now. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hawksby, Andy Jacobs here on Talk Sport. We're rounding up the Premier League weekend. McCarr Finance 24-7. Sorry, we missed out Fulham. Two, Nottingham Forest, nil. Um, Danny Kelly is with us, as always, uh, to take you through the Premier League weekend. And all the talk was of Willian. And we, we've, it's not the first time we've touched, them in, mm. touched on him in this slot, where he came back to Fulham. And after his time at Arsenal, you're thinking, really? But fair play. Marco Silva knew. He knew he could get the best out of him. And, and he is. It's the one that makes you almost um, loathe to criticise any player because they, they have, of course, the reason they're professional footballers, we're not. Um, and, but they have the talent, they have all that stuff in there, but it has to be got out of them. And I, yes, I would absolutely the first to admit, I thought William was an absolute busted flush. Couldn't understand what Fulham were doing. And Andy, you've seen him for a decade. Mm. When he's playing well, he's fantastic. He's a wonderful it? player and he's happy. He's got a British passport. He's back in West London, which he, he likes. His kids support Chelsea. And he's just playing like he did five or six years ago. And he's a wonderful player when he plays like that. So, Lovely goal, too. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. And yeah. Uh, yeah, it was a great finish. And no, they, they, I mean, I felt a bit for Forrest because when you do lose two players in one go very early oh, yeah. on, 
It takes yeah. away all your tactical options later on, and so you can't really change the game. So I, I did feel a bit for them, but Fulham were pretty much worth the win, so well done. It's going to be the home form that, that, that keeps Forrest up, you think. And, you, can, you know, you, I think you can become increasingly more optimistic with the squad that they've built and players to kind of getting a bit oh, yeah. sharper. They brought him in January. I think Forrest, we wouldn't have said this a while back, but I think they're going to be OK. They will be OK. They have to be OK, otherwise they'll go yeah. out of business with yeah. the players they've got. <laughs> well... Well, if you if you if you um, you know, there's no assumptions to be made. It's still very very close. But if you mm. make the assumption that at least possibly two of the South Coast teams will go down, and you think Forest are going to be okay, mm. then you have to tell me which of these oh. big clubs, West Ham, Leeds, and Everton, you think will go down for fun. Mm. Yeah, well, we'll come on to their games. Yeah, let's, let's, let's move on to, as we said, Bournemouth. One. Nice swerve of the question. Yeah. Well done, both. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll do it as we <laughs> this, hit their this games. This was a, a great result for Bournemouth, but a terrible result for Newcastle. That's their fifth draw yeah. in six games. I think they need to get the League Cup final out of the way. Um, I just think uh, no one, you know, I'm not suggesting for a minute this after you, Claude, going on because no one wants to get injured for Wembley. Mm. But I think it's acting as a, maybe a bit of a distraction. So. Couple of weeks, they can get that out the way. I'm blaming Horace Bachelor. Then, yeah, and then you can see him play. That's a nice contemporary reference, Andy. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know if you. I like that. Maybe just reading too much into it. I don't know. It's it, you know, if you're Newcastle, you'd say. I mean, they they do look beatable at the moment, but nobody beats them. So mm. I admit I admit all these draws, but their long, long record, club record breaking unbeaten run goes on, and while around them. Um, the teams directly behind them, including Spurs, um, are floundering, um, or are floundering one week, then not mm. the next. They're, they seem all right. The problem is Bournemouth, isn't it? One win in seven now. Mm. Um, they could have nicked they, it, though, they, couldn't they? The they, one off the line from Trippier. They don't, I mean, really? Cool. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, that, that would have been given possibly before the little watches came in. Mm. They, they, they're in another one who mm. are not playing badly, but their results just not coming for them. But um, Newcastle I, are keeping I, 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 those yeah, teams yeah. like Brighton and Fulham and Spurs, you know, interested in top four, you know, because they're, they're five draws out of six. That's a lot of points to drop. It is. Uh, yeah, I, I take that. And I, I suppose Paul, mm. it would be, Paul's point has, has some weight to it because if you're a Newcastle fan, you're forever being told you haven't won anything for half a century. Mm. And mm. so the opportunity to do it with just one match away from doing it must seem like a very, very big deal indeed. Yeah, and a good and job. Of course, of... it's one of those places where the, the players live in the town, don't they? Yeah, being told exactly. Twenty four hours a day. Exactly. I was saying that to Andy. Only you can't escape yeah. it, can you? I mean, you know, it's it's. So that's that's no. an issue for them. Anyway, only a couple of weeks to go. Then get that out of the way. Um, we move on to Arsenal one, Brentford one. Of course, it was one of the decisions that was at the core of what was going on with uh, VAR, and. Um, Interesting though, Arsenal getting undone by headers uh, yeah. recently. Balls coming into the Brentford box. Were way the better side they, in that game. They honestly, did, they did play they very all, well. I mean, you only saw the highlights, but from the highlights, they had all the chances really. Yeah, it, it, Arsenal are just starting to um, come off that kind of uh, you know extraordinary form they were in, where everything they did was going right. Um, but you do have, I mean, Paul, I have to say these words. Bear with me. And Andy, you'd have to feel a bit sorry for them. That, that oh, yeah. VAR mess mm. up where where not one but two of the people in the move mm. are offside at different times. And again, somehow VAR knits up some kind of mental jumper um, <laughs> of great complexity to, to, to say, well, no, 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 that's all right. Well, that'll be fine. You know, you carry on the score. Uh, it, it must be driving... It's driving me mad, and I, my whole living doesn't depend on it. What mm. the managers and players must be making of it, I've no idea. But the, the, the problem here is, 
And I know swings, roundabouts, etc. I have no belief in swings and roundabouts. If Arsenal failed to win the title by two points in a game where they, you know, right, they didn't deserve all the points, but they, 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 they've been taken away from by VAR. Mm. Horrible. Ivan Tony, another great performance by him. He's got things going on in his professional career. He's got to get uh, dealt with. And if they go his way, then, um, you know, who knows? It, there's there's, there's, there's going to be a lot of big clubs sniffing around. Tony Cascarino to made the, the point Brentford. about him. He said, if Chelsea had Ivan Tony, they'd be top four. And they're not wrong. Yeah. He's, uh, he's I mean, he is. I've watched a lot of him. He's a terrific Wonderful player. player. He's assists as well as his goals. I, 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 he does. He does have a similar problem to Manchester City that it's not one charge, isn't it? There's an absolute swarm of them. Mm. Um, it's the same charge. I mean, lots and lots of times, isn't it? Mm. Um, it'll take some explaining away. That's what his lawyer is for, I guess. Yeah. Um, but I, they, I think this is the football authorities by doing these multiple, multiple charges are trying to make us understand that there's something, something serious has gone on here. Um, you know, if he's innocent, I don't want anything to happen to, to Ivan Tony, but it, that looks bleak, I think. For yeah. Him. Uh, we move on then to mm. Southampton 1, Wolverhampton Wanderers 2, the result that did for, uh, finally did for <laughs> Nathan Jones. Um, and your impression of him as well. Yes, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, until he pops up again. Just I can only do it, all I can do is yeah. say his name. But um, yeah, yeah. Andy, you'd managed to work in the song <laughs> you were telling us earlier on. Uh, I said, yeah. he can say so he can now work on his, uh, his performance poem, Under Chris Wood. And that's uh, he's going to be going to be doing that for us. Um, it was um, yeah, it was inevitable, really. I think after that result, I thought about it when it, when he was gone. I mean, actually, in a, in a world full of bland managers and terribly bland press conferences, mm. somebody who does a bit of philosophical musing was actually a bit of a relief to me. But of course, it doesn't work in in professional football. The journalists jump on it, and of course, the players think you're think you're an absolute twit when you start doing it. <laughs> Um, but I mean, you couldn't have you couldn't have made up the script here. Um, the Lamina sending off. Oh, what uh, the hell was going on there? Mm. Um, well, what's again, going no on explanation. There, yeah, is that they they've obviously had it because there were two on the weekend. So they've obviously had a directive from Howard Webb not to. This is, it's a good idea. It's a good idea to stop them surrounding the referees. I'm really all in favour of it. But why not tell us? Why not got, tell the players? Why not but, tell everybody? I in got football? me zither. But also, why why yeah. pick on him? Yeah, well, exactly, yeah. because he's well, the third man. He was the third man. They have decided, yeah. <laughs> time to get <laughs> the zither. That's why you need the zither. Time to get the zither out. <laughs> yeah, of course. I always had this idea for a, 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 a music. Lot of people I wanted to do that. a magazine. I thought, how could I kill off a publishing company? Because I've killed off a few, much like yourself, Danny. Yeah. But I thought, how could no. I do it? With my magazine, Come Zither, which would be basically <laughs> just, just to concentrate on. Every week, you'd have a transcription of the third yeah. man theme. Um, a weekly yeah. magazine, I, I thought, that was my spring time for Hitler for publishing but anyway I digress yeah with with with, 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 his, with his occasional travel supplement hither and zither <laughs> yeah hither and zither that's right and you basically just go to uh, Vienna every every uh, I was shocked that Jao Gomez who came on and scored a wonderful winner isn't from Portugal he's Brazilian well he speaks he speaks, uh, he speaks Portuguese but he's not Brazilian Portuguese, Portuguese is, is different from Portuguese it is anyway the Tim point would I'm, call it Gomes. the point I'm making is the decision has been if you're the third man who comes up you're getting booked so it doesn't matter if the first two one of them punches the ref in the face the other one gets him by the throat Casemiro stuff the third one just yeah. wanders over and says boys calm down you're the one getting booked <laughs> 
And you rarely see a player begging to be booked, but the interviewer afterwards, Ruben Neves, who speaks very good English, by the yeah. way, doesn't he? I'm saying, why didn't he book me? I was first on the scene, <laughs> yes, exactly. desperate to get the yellow card. Exactly. <laughs> well, I mean, I think Jared Gillett suddenly thought, oh, blimey, I've already booked him. It's too late now. I've pointed at him. I'm going to have to send him off. I'm going to. F-. He didn't want to do it, I don't think. But he also, no the rarely seen, the rarely seen footballer move of throwing yourself to your knees in front of the referee. Yeah, that oh, yeah. Lamina go into some no. kind of supplication. Didn't he? We had the uh, Jan Bednarek comedy stylings, didn't we? With his feet getting uh, caught up. That was a bit unfortunate from his. Anyway, uh, anyway, they move on to possibly Jesse Marsh, as you touched on. That's such the wrong appointment f- now, you would They've think. They've got a 1 1 draw coming up. They've got Chelsea next Saturday. <laughs> yeah. That'll be fine. Anyway, we shall see. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yep, there's no escaping anymore, Dan. Tin hats on Leicester City 4. Tottenham oh, Hotspur won. Let's, let's get the praise in first. Brilliant by Leicester. Brendan Rodgers said, give me a few fresh players to the owners. Uh, let me get me players back from injury, especially Madison, and we'll all be fine. He's um, a good manager. Yeah. You never, should never doubt him. He's freshened up well. Um, Madison is so important to them. It's interesting him saying that. And, Har- and, and, and Harvey Barnes is the, yeah. one of the most underrated players in the Premier League. He yeah. can really play that lad. If only he had um, smaller I mean, toes. He, he didn't have to. Yes. I say, if only he had smaller toes. That's right, yes, he because he would have had another goal. It would have been they fine. Stop doing that. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it was. Well, it, that, that, that wasn't offside, was it? That was a lie. That was made up. Yeah. Um, they had to use a blurred picture of his leg. They couldn't even get a frame that showed him offside. It should have been 5 1 because that was a goal. I thought it was a yeah, goal. As it well. was bonkers. The yeah. uh, Christensen clearance that led to the corner for Spurs' goal. Um, mm. I did that once in a game. It's, it's quite skill to get the ball over the bar. From that close, except I was a, I was playing up front. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Yours was a miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah Rosenthal I mean, style. It's <laughs> interesting. Christian Stellini saying that um, Spurs kind of had a bit of a cigar on when they went one nil up after the after what they yeah, did I against City. Thought it was going to be business as usual. Yeah, yeah. They go one nil up and then and then to completely fall apart. I mean, defensively all over the shop. Uh, no one seemed to be in charge at the back. I was listening to Mickey Gray and dance commentary, and Mickey was saying, "Who's the leader at the back?" Mm. Normally should be Eric Dyer, but he was one of the worst. It's a wonderful strike by Mendy. As a new goalkeeper, you don't want two balls basically passed into the net, do you, from 25 yards when you've come in. So, but was it, I'm no goalkeeper expert, was he, a, was it my eyes deceived me? Was he a bit, little bit, how should we put it, glacial getting down to those it, two shots? It did feel it, maybe, I mean, they couldn't have got anywhere near the Mendes one, it was no. ludicrous. But I thought no, the that's, Ian that's Archer one, yeah. that looked but like he could have saved The it. other two, yeah, they were by saying anything that's passed into the net like it's a back pass is always a bit worrying. Um, ben Tancourt, I mean, Tottenham, if you like, no Basuma for a, a couple of months, uh, no Bent and Call for the rest of the season. No Larice. It's um, it's yeah, it doesn't. It's, it's been a terrible week. Sessegnon's yeah. injury means a 34-year-old's yeah. going to, have to play every game. They're ruined. Let's be truthful. And Pedro um, Porro had a typical. First game yeah. debut in a yeah. Premier League. I think he League. had a, well, what they call a torrid. I don't know what that is in Portuguese, <laughs> but he had a proper or Spanish. He had a proper torrid, didn't he? Really, they they don't follow Danny Kelly's Championship football manager rules, where you never give people their debut away from home. Yeah, at that's, least give yeah, them the, the backing of a, of, a, of a fan of the fans. Mm. Don't do that. No, especially no. against brutal. players that have got yeah, good such good width. You know, mm. he didn't know whether to stick or twist. Although it's good of and Tim Sherwood uh, to completely write him off on Sky, not just to say he had a bad game, but to say. Effectively, he's a waste of 40 million. It's another 40 think, million quid wasted by Spurs. I think I remember something similar being said about Kulisevsky after his first game. Yeah. You have to, you know, give, it, give, us, give these lads a break. 
But Spurs were shocking, Paul. They and, were. Uh, I, looking forward to the game live on Talk Sport, where they put. Uh, is it going to be Saar and Skip, I suppose? Saar and Skip, should, yes. Yeah, in central midfield against Milan. They should Milan. Be, have enough against Milan. I mean, even Chelsea beat them twice. They're not great. Well, so we'll, we'll see. see. Anyway, um, let's mm. move on to West Ham Let's one. move on. Yes, quickly move on to <laughs> West Ham 1. Chelsea 1. And for about 20 minutes, Chelsea, we mm. thought it had clicked. For 20 minutes, Chelsea yeah, were fantastic. Yeah, played really well, didn't they, for 20 minutes? Yeah. Yeah. Shame the game lasts 90, isn't it? Yes, and then the equaliser well, went in got, and that, that was that. Lovely green shoots, though, Andy. I mean, Jao Felix is a fantastic f- footballer. Uh, you know, in a team where he's valued, he's going to do good stuff. Um, Mudrick looks like he can do all kinds of things. Fernandez was good. Yeah, but, you know, in the end, it was another draw. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's a brilliant sequence someone's put together of Kukurea. No wonder Mudrick didn't have much of a game. He didn't pass to him. Or, this is the fastest player in the Premier League, Mudrick. He didn't get one ball to chase from Kukurea. Not one. Every time he saying, got the ball, he passed it backwards. He passed it. You saw when Chilwell came on, it was completely different, but Mudrick had gone off. I say the bloke who's replaced Kukurea at Brighton is about ten times better than him, in my esto opinion. <laughs> <laughs> but, Andy, you, you, you know, you, you say that it was another one more draw, but it shouldn't have been, was it? You were robbed by the by the, by the VAR. Yeah. yeah, well, the VAR saved them at the end after the zit. What a mad foul that was. And uh, they were a bit lucky that Rice was offside, but he was offside and yeah. Havertz was offside as well. But yeah, there was you a penalty. Did. Of course it was a penalty. And, you know, but it was pure Barraclough, wasn't it? When he, after the game, you know, well, you know, it's a very, they've got a very difficult job. You know, <laughs> Go mad, mate. This cost you a... But I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't think Alex Ferguson will be describing the job as difficult for him. No, no. Um, Andy, let me ask you about mm. this. Did, did Emerson do enough at Chelsea to not be celebrating his equaliser? Well, he was there a long time and he did win uh, the Champions League with with Chelsea. He, played, he was there for oh, about four or five years. Okay. But, you know, why did they buy Kukurea? They had Ian Matson, who's the championship <laughs> player of the month. They had Lewis Hall, who's seen as really good. They had Chilwell. Why on earth did they buy Career for you know, but you could insert name here on a few oh, of those. Oh, could no, you? Five, why did they buy? You know, five hundred million spent and not a striker is the maddest bit of recruitment in football yeah. history. But We've got, go. we still got another game to squeeze in. Let's get it in. Let's do it. It's Crystal Palace one, Brighton one. What a surprise! It was one one. How many times has this game yeah, ended one well, one? It shouldn't have been on the share of the no, play. I mean, Palace were right off it. Um, I'm sure they were delighted to walk away with a point, Danny, from that game. The Palace fans. And reliant on a, on a, an yeah. absolutely sort of classic goalkeeping howler, um, which you, you don't, you think you see a lot of them, but they don't happen no. that often. The dropping of the ball is a very rare one. But mm. It was an absolute shocker, wasn't it? And again, you know, we, we, we started with the VAR. We'll go on to it. Um, Stupin and his first goal in the Premier League gets chalked off because they can't see one of the defenders. I mean, Mark Gay was, was he was gay, wasn't it? Was playing yeah. onside by yeah. three feet. Yeah, <laughs> it's brilliant, isn't it? I, I don't know. I don't know what to say about it. it, it you, you don't need the VR truck. The naked eye says, hey, hang on, one, one of the uh, Palace players is, is virtually mm. six feet. Goal line clearance. It's crazy. Yeah, that, that that is absolutely true. True. I've got a note here that says, I think Brighton are better under De Zerbi. I think it looks like Potter was holding them back. <laughs> well, you'll be getting De Zerbi in a couple of weeks, won't you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, yes, it's only a matter of time. They'll make an audacious swoop, <laughs> won't they? Fantastic. Just, so, just, yes. just worth mentioning in, in, order, in, order, in order back and forth, Solly March's form. Yes. England squad he's England squad next month. Who knows? He could have a chance. Mm, yeah, yeah, you know, you get in there. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. 
If you thought the only way to get a more defined jawline with natural-looking results was through surgery, think again. Juvederm Volux XC is a non-surgical injectable gel filler that improves moderate to severe loss of jawline definition and can help you achieve natural-looking results with little downtime. Even better, this improved definition lasts up to one year with optimal treatment. No maintenance required. Improve jawline definition for a smooth, sculpted look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Prince Andrew, you may have seen this in the papers this morning, he's become the Millwall, apparently, of the royal family. Yeah, a royal source. He said he's being regarded as the Millwall of the royal family. Millwall reacted quite badly to it. Well, it's the Wessexes, apparently. They call him Terry Herlock. Behind (laughs) his back. (laughs) Is that right? Yeah, Yeah. they do, yeah. Uh, Planning news. um, uh, Tyson Fury uh, was looking to build a dream home. (laughs) Yes, I know. But he's unable to because of bats. Um, That's right. No, not Gary. Uh, Batty. Um, <laughs> the six-bedroom home with swimming pool he was, is now not looking good because there are two protected species of bat roosting in his loft. Now, literally dossing in his house. <laughs> it is very it annoying. Doesn't. Really annoying for uh, for Tyson. But there we are, planning news for you there. Well, we didn't have the trail, but never mind. Uh, so well, I bet he was looking for it. There she is. Got it, have you? No, we've got the music. Planning, Planning news. news. There <laughs> Fresh from his appearance in the Archers. Well Good worth old Steve. it. Um, um, somebody's playing well for Lake Norin at the moment. He's on loan. Oh, yeah. He's on loan from Brighton. His name is... Ed turns. He's playing well. I hope he doesn't get his head turned. <laughs> That's very good. Apparently, <laughs> you keep his feet on the ground. I'm sure he uh, <clears throat> This is interesting. A number of kids called Leo in Britain have gone up by nearly 350% wow. since Lionel Messi uh, made his debut for Barca. Well, what about the name Lionel? That's not obviously not as big. That's not massively good. People haven't gone. So they've gone down the Leo, but not the Lionel yeah. route. I know, it's a shame. Yeah. I like the name Lionel. Lionel Curie, long-time listener. Yeah, the angry chemist. Yeah. Very angry. You like the name Lionel. Well, why not? It's oh, quite a nice I mean, I haven't, I haven't got particularly strong feelings anyway, <laughs> so... Uh, I mean, you know, it's unlikely you're going to have any more kids now, isn't it, Andy, I would think? Well, I don't say. <laughs> it's highly unlikely. Yes. Um, and, um, so you'll never get... Oh, by the way, we're going to yeah. talk to Alfred Schroeder, Leeds fans, who didn't do a stunning job at Ajax. He's no longer... 
yeah. um, uh, in for the uh, for the Leeds role. They'll turn their attentions elsewhere. They heard Danny. Possibly say. Nathan Jones. Maybe they're doing a job swap. I've got no yeah, idea. He's mad, isn't it? Sunderland looking at Jesse March. Sunderland? It's not Sunderland. Southampton. Southampton. Yeah. Sorry, red but and Tony white Tony Mowbray just spat his <laughs> Yeah, red and white stripes. <laughs> Southampton looking yeah. at uh, Jesse March. I mean, does seem odd. at Leeds <laughs> make you think he's the right guy well, for just, this job? I mean, look, he could be brilliant and get him out of trouble, but if it doesn't go well, the mm. Southampton fans are thinking, well, he's just been at one mm. club that's down here, so why are you doing exactly the same thing? I know. does seem very odd. Anyway, maybe there's nothing in that. We'll have a chat with Andy Brussel about that uh, very shortly. It's uh, good to we, see the VAR in rugby gets it wrong as well. Did you see that one in the France-Ireland game? James Lowe was awarded a try despite having a foot in touch. I mean, it's really clear, you know, you mm. think, how did he miss that? But it obviously happens. This is the problem with technology. Um, we asked you about inappropriate booing uh, today with Joni Morris saying that he, he has sympathy for the Swindon fans and uh, were he not the manager, he might have booed himself. And we thought inappropriate booing would be the manager booing his own team. Uh, Mark Fillmore says, on a boat trip to Anglesey as a Leeds fan, I booed when the guy pointed out uh, Alec Ferguson's old holiday home. Oh, <laughs> All good until my son pointed out that I hadn't booed Oswald Mosley. Oswald Mosley's old house. Mosley. (laughs) I never liked him. Uh, Oswald Mosley's old house earlier on the trip. Yeah, (laughs) blimey, that's a bit much, Mark. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. The Talk Sport Clips of the Week. Well, Clips of the Week pewter. From uh, March 2008. Um, Mm. So just before we bring you those, well done, Neil Warnock. Welcome back. Just when you think you're out, they Mm. pull you back in. I know. He loves the job, doesn't he? I love managing me. Yeah, absolutely. We hope it works out for him. Good luck, Neil. And um, we're going to we talked about inappropriate booing after Jody Morris said he understands why the Swindon mm. fans were frustrated, and if he could boo, he would have done. But as he's the manager of Swindon, that would have been quite difficult. Difficult, yeah. slightly tongue in cheek. <laughs> but um, you've asked, we've asked about inappropriate uh, booing. Uh, Rupert Bell joins us later on to talk about Cheltenham's war on we. More on that mm. later. Um, but we're going to find out about a horse being booed. Josh in Luton has alerted us to the booing of a horse at the weekend. It's a bit harsh. Someone uh, lost money on it, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll tell you more about that uh, later on. But let's get underway then with these clips. These are sort of, you know, pretty unfiltered as they appeared back in March 2008. They're not TalkSport gold. They're TalkSport pewter. But there, there may be some... Uh, yeah, some gold in there potentially. So we begin with Alan Brazil welcoming me guest. Don't, don't oversell. No, okay. Don't expect too much, is what I'm saying. Don't have high hopes. I mean, look, you never know. Dave there may O'Leary. be a nugget in You're there the somewhere. David O'Leary of Clips. Don't expect too much. Just a young team. We begin with Alan Brazil um, welcoming a guest to the breakfast show. Let's talk to editor of Abola, uh, the big big paper over there in Portugal, Nuno Paralvas. Nuno, very good morning to me. <laughs> I bet he was really confused by that. Hey, good morning to me. Thinking, hang on, this is supposed to be my second language. I can speak it better than him. <laughs> and staying with Alan, here he is with a bit of personal trivia. Tell you what, Steve, I've, no, I've never been on the old uh, Woolwich Ferry, you know. Oh, well, you haven't lived. <laughs> It's fantastic. It's I bet brilliant. It's great, yeah, I'll go off and go on there. I'll get a cabin with a lovely, <laughs> yeah. with a balcony. It's always, always very nice. I always eat at the captain's table. Yeah, myself. <laughs> you're always lucky. Dine and dance there on the Woolwich Fair. You've got to be quick. You have to eat your dinner ever quickly. Anyway, over to Keith Arthur on Fisherman's Blues, chatting to a caller. Andy in Sheffield. Hi, Andy. Hello. 
What do you want to talk about, mate? Uh, I wondered if you could just tell me what amino acids are. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't a science lesson, not a mate. Science, <laughs> not a science lesson, mate, yeah. That's okay. good. I like to have a look at a periodic table. Um, so this is, uh, talking of which, okay, this is Mike <laughs> Parry setting up a competition. Once you come to air, you can select the genre of music with which you feel most comfortable, and we'll then hear a snippet of a song from that genre. The genres could be pop. <laughs> Stop saying genre, Mike. Ridiculous. Stop saying genre. It's so anti-French. You can't have ever heard anyone pronounce it genre. It's yeah. fantastic. I know so. he does it. Back to Alan Brazil now, setting up the big talking point for the show. Give us a call about not just David. We want to know about David, but how good is David Beckham? Well, <laughs> sounds quite a lot about David Beckham, really. It's a, quite a big David Beckham, Beckham bias on the show. How good is David Beckham? Well, he wasn't I bad, mean, was he? Come on, out of ten. <laughs> Bob in Hull, five. Chris Dartmoor, seven. Yeah, that's a great hour. <laughs> well, great that's radio. not the way it unfolded. <laughs> Peter in London, oh, five. Oh, that's very good. Um, here's Alvin Martin. Mm. So it's something that you you know you have to do. You have to get right, and that's why you know when you look at the managers like Arsene Wenger, Arsene Wenger, Arsene Wenger. That sounds like the the worst crisp flavour ever invented, doesn't it? Really, I'll have salt and vinegar instead. If that's okay. Arsene Wenger of Hessling. <laughs> well, we tried it in the factory, but it, it didn't really Never work. We tried to get Paul Whitehouse to promote it with his. Far show catchphrase, but it never really caught on. Uh, What's this, next? It's Alan again with a quick question for former international referee Kim Milton Nielsen. Kim, uh, referees, uh, especially in England at the moment, there's an awful kerfuffle going on. When I say kerfuffle, I mean um, there's outrage at the moment. Some referees are letting nasty challenges go, others are, you know, red card, get off, and of course, this haranguing by players all around the referee, you're out of order. How do we stop this, Kim? How do we stop? I don't, I don't <laughs> know how do we stop that question. <laughs> We're going to get to the end of it. Kim Milton Periscope, we used to call him, didn't yeah. he? Yeah, a very long neck. Very, very long neck. Um, and you think that question was long. Alan mm. then beat his own record with a quick one for Frank Lampard Sr. Frank, I said earlier, in a way, John, you know, you can't get anyone more committed on a football field than John Terry. And by the way, I'm not saying Rio's not, because Rio is. But from John Terry's point of view, you know, he's had terrible injury problems. He's maybe come back too early because he's maybe too honest for his own good. He wants to play. He gets out in that field. He leads. Yeah, he's had a few disciplinary problems, uh, one or two uh, bits of bad press and stuff like that. But in terms of on the field, a leader, you know, John, I, I, I think John will be, well, not angry, but he'll be, you know, maybe it's more incentive of a point of, I want my armband back. I'm the captain of England. He, he, he'll be fed up, to be honest. I think, you're, I think you're probably right. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> well done, yeah. And I've got nothing more to say on the matter. Um, what's next, Andy? It's Moose with the sports news now. Uh, finally, talking about Birmingham, Mario Zarate, um, the Argentinian, scored some good goals from recently. Uh, his move to the Blues could be scuppered by the Karate Royal Family. <laughs> The Karate Royal Family? Zerati and Karate. <laughs> <laughs> don't know the Karate <laughs> Royal Family, do you? No, not really. And they're, they're white. Uh, anyway, um, one last one from Big Al, reading out a text. Hi, Alan, Ron, a great show as usual. I think I'm right in saying Steve Ogrivovich. Uh, you've got Ogrivovich. It's Steve Ogrivovich. <laughs> I don't think no, it is Steve Ogrivovich. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, this is Mike Parry and Andy Townsend talking rugby. 
Who's the most skillful? Here's a question for our listeners. Who's the most mm. skillful rugby player ever? I want the text, please. 8, 10, 50p. Normal percentage. Williams. Email us at talksport.net. Have you got one? Williams. Which Williams? PJR. <laughs> PJR PJR Williams feel free to uh, mess with the initials Mike <laughs> as you see fit and finally um, Williams he could have said Evans or Jones couldn't yeah, he just right. Andy wouldn't have asked him and finally we finish with a competition who said this during a recent interview quote I think everybody's got a way of expressing their feelings and mine is through my tattoos oh god um, it's not God. <laughs> um, I Kevin think Keegan. Kevin Keegan, Kevin the Keegan. illustrated man. <laughs> I doubt if Kevin Keegan's got a tattoo. Do you? I do don't you think, think so. Yeah, he probably has got one. <laughs> Qu- quickly, Kevin Willie score. <laughs> yeah. No, he's got that tattooed on his arm. Head the David, ball down, Winnie. David Batty's face tattooed on across it. his so back. There we are. Uh, that was that was some, that was some quite nice ones in there from back in the day. It's March oh, yeah. two thousand eight. We'll like keep them. we'll keep mining that for you of a Monday, uh, and we'll bring you some more clips of the week. Pewter, same time next week. Um, you, inappropriate booing. Mm. This is the corker on a family holiday at a holiday camp back in the nineties. A family who, who had been there for the previous few years and always entered every competition and they played it deadly serious so basically our mm. caller uh, Andy in Swindon had taken against this family so uh, alcohol made me started booing <laughs> the booing grew louder oh, then no. my son started booing within 10 minutes the whole side of the show bar had started booing them <laughs> oh, no. the poor compere was having a call for, a call for order uh, in the family game he said you know, he just took, that's the sort of thing you'd do Andy that's oh, got yeah, Andy Jacobs you take against the family and you'd, you'd give it to him <laughs> I might do yeah, yeah almost certainly uh, talking to Andy's I had a nice text exchange with Andy Smart last night he was sitting down to watch the Super Bowl yeah and he tweeted it's 35 years to the day since he did presented Super Bowl twenty two, wow! Uh, in San Diego, and he yeah. mentioned me in the That's tweet. Right. Before it was Laura and the gang bringing it to you. It was Andy <laughs> Jacobs, Andy Smart, wasn't and, it? And um, Angelo Bella. Yeah, that's partner, right. Yeah, and uh, it was. It was. It was fun. It was really fun. He was. Uh, very generous about how I helped him on the day, which well, was very nice of him. Good but, stuff. Uh, um, I, I watched some of the highlights, Andy, and there was a fantastic uh, um, um, what, touchdown in the game. And it, the blocking in the build-up to it was quite sensational. Yeah. Sensational. I was saying, wouldn't Tony Pulis have made an absolutely fantastic <laughs> NFL coach? <laughs> Give him chance. I mean, because there was there was a beauty in the blocking that Stoke used to do, certainly yeah. from corner. But in American it? football, it's allowed. Yeah. <laughs> it's quite, oh, that's. I wonder what the difference. difference. Wonder what the difference was. I went to a gig headlined by the darkness, mm. says uh, Carl. But I only wanted to see the support act, who were Ash. Mm. I didn't like the darkness. Oh, okay, fair enough. They booed them. And when the lead singer from uh, Ash asked, who wants to see the darkness? I booed as loud as I could. <laughs> That's really Which helpful. baffled many of their fans. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Yes, there we are. That was this afternoon's show. We'll do it all again tomorrow. Myself and Charlie Baker. Andy returns on uh, Wednesday. Uh, just a reminder, on Thursday, we are live from Warrington. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Of Rugby League, Super League gets underway. Warrington leads. Uh, Stuart Pearce will be among our guests, a big uh, Warrington fan. So do hope you can join us for that one, but uh, we'll see you tomorrow from one. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between 1 and 4pm on TalkSport. 
Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.